G'day everybody and welcome to another episode of this marketing. Super pumped for today's episode. I have a dropshipping Jedi on the show. He's super knowledgeable when it comes to dropshipping. If you do like the show, don't forget to tell me in the comment section and give me those five stars. I'd really appreciate it. Hope you enjoy. Have you ever stopped to wonder? How on earth do people like us that were raised to go get a job after school just to realise that being at the mercy of some big company isn't for us? How do we market and build our own businesses so we get to choose our own destinies? That's the question and this podcast is the answer. Join me as I discover, learn and share the latest marketing secrets and strategies to help grow your online business. My name's Kyle Macker, and welcome to this marketing thing. Thing, 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 thing. So my next guest is a dropshipping Jedi. In 2020, during an international pandemic, he did a cool $1 million in sales. He also helps people build out their dropshipping stores using his own battle-tested blueprint method to help skyrocket his client's sales. Welcome, Michael Orrett. Hey, good to be here. Mate, thanks so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate your time. Absolutely. It's good to be here. Mate, how was your Christmas and New Year's? Phenomenal. I can't believe it's February already. Where'd that time go? Yeah, it's already almost, <laughs> Q1's already almost over. It's Unbelievable, flying. isn't it? I saw you did a bit of snowboarding yesterday too. That photo you sent on, you put on Facebook was unreal. Where was it? That's Snowbird up in Salt Lake, Salt Lake City, 11,000 feet above. That was yeah. so cool. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty, pretty sweet photo. It was awesome, really cool. So, mate, what's your backstory? How did you get into dropshipping? Well, originally I was doing social media marketing for business owners and wasn't really having that, that well of a go with it and ended up getting in contact with a client that – was interested in doing dropshipping. Well, that failed miserably. Okay. But it fueled me to dive deeper into what dropshipping is and how it works. And two and a half years later, finally put it all together. Yeah, absolutely. So you and I know how powerful this new revolution of online retail is. 2020 was a game changer for changing people's behaviors when it comes to online shopping. And 2021 is shaping up to keep that unprecedented growth. But for some of the audience that may not know, what is dropshipping and why use it rather than conventional methods? So dropshipping is you're finding a product that's made out of China. You're doing marketing. So you're, you're pretty much the middleman that is advertising the product, setting up the website, and then taking a cut of the sell you know, after you go and buy the product and have it shipped from there. Reason why this is, it's, it's, it's hands off. You don't have to pre-order stock. You don't have to go and get space in a warehouse to hold all of your stock. I mean, eventually you will have to go and get a fulfillment team, but for the most part, it's a really simple process to get up and going with low barrier to entry. Okay. So when someone buys a product that you don't have it in store or a, a, a warehouse, so to speak, it's then just shipped from a supplier like AliExpress or something like that. Is that correct? 
Yeah. So uh, funny thing about AliExpress is AliExpress isn't they're actually reselling products that are uh, manufactured out in China as well. So they're marking up the product by like 70 or 80 percent. Right. Okay. So don't use AliExpress. <laughs> it's I mean, I, I, I mean, when you're starting out, sure. But I mean, as you progress further along, it's not ideal. Okay. Yep. So Amazon is massive and everyone seems to be buying off it. Why not just sell on there? Well, there's a lot of different reasons why not to sell on Amazon. One being you have absolutely no control over the platform. Two being the entire platform is regulated by somebody else. Yeah. And three, they take quite a bit of, of money from each of your sales. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's where I started my first online business in Amazon. And looking back now, having that as a sole platform to sell on is definitely, definitely not a good idea, in my opinion, because as you said, you don't control a platform. Secondly, you don't have access to any of of your customers' contact information. And, and us as online entrepreneurs or business owners, our only asset is really our list, our contacts that we have, our customers. So Amazon takes all of that away. So they're the biggest platform out right now and probably will ever be. Yeah. But at the end of the day, for an independent shop owner, it's not ideal. I mean, so I, I primarily run off of Facebook and I'm branching into Google Ads. Yeah. But with both of those two platforms, you can track all of your customers' data and then use their tracking system to go and find customers. Yeah. Whereas with Amazon, they, they don't even give you that option. No. That's you can do insane. cost per click on Amazon and that's somewhat of a benefit, but at the end of the day, it's you know, hand over fist when it comes to like advertising through Facebook or Google. Yeah, absolutely. And not that you can't make it work, but a lot of people get advertising on Amazon wrong and it can blow out your budgets big time. Like I remember for particular keywords that I was advertising on, I'd almost pay sometimes three pounds per click. So that's that's getting up to like five dollars US a click. That's crazy. And when you've only got a twenty dollar, twenty-five dollar product, that is that's sort of getting out of the realms. And what a lot of people do I find on Amazon as well is they'll put a bunch of keywords in and they just they do not perform. It, it's it's really hard. And then on top of that you don't have the customers that it's just it is not a place I think to solely have a business on it. And I, I don't personally know how people make it work. So strange thing is so after you find a winning product and you build a brand around it, another thing that you can do if the product that you have found is rare enough is you can rank on Amazon as well. Yeah. But there's certain hurdles and that's a whole nother game in itself. But finding out that you have a winning product outside of Amazon is far more beneficial for you as like a business owner inside of dropshipping yeah. because then you can do the whole omnipresent where you want to go to all of these other platforms. Yeah. But like if you're trying to determine whether or not your product is going to sell really well off of Amazon, that's 
not the best way to go. No, absolutely. The only thing that I would see, and if I was going to sell physical products online again, that I would do, and I'd love to get your opinion on this, is I see some guys, what they'll do is they'll have a sales page and they'll have a sales letter or, or a VSL selling the product. The emotional sales done. But then there's always that question of trust. Can I trust these guys? Is it someone I can trust? And, and, and if they haven't got over that, what they'll do on the exit pop, so when you go to exit that tab, they'll pop up a, would you like to buy from Amazon? Now, I've heard that being pr- pretty successful from some people. That's maybe the only place that I would probably use Amazon. What do you think about that? Interesting. I mean, so you would use Amazon's credibility to improve your trust, but still at the end of the day, that would be a last ditch effort. I couldn't, if somebody is not interested in buying, yeah, chances are if that emotional trigger has not been hit, it's not going to be hit. Okay. Like if, yep. As soon as an emotional trigger gets flipped, it's done. That's yep. it. There's, it's really, really hard. So probably like three to 5% maybe that might be pushing it yeah that you would be able to get a sale off of doing something like that okay but that would be even that would probably be on the high end yeah it's i mean buyer psychology so social proof and improving trust on your website and building your brand and using all these psychological triggers that that make people impulsively buy it requires so much stuff, but there's that one person that just isn't going to be able to answer that question that they have with your frequently asked questions page or just something isn't going to do it and they're going to leave, but they've already decided no. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, so it's, it's kind of like, it's, it's just almost redundant. It's just a little bit unnecessary. Okay. Yep. No, absolutely. So how do you find products? Do you use some sort of software or just pick a niche product that you're interested in? So there's a few different ways that I use to find winning products. And I mean, originally when I first started out, it was, I would just go through Facebook and when I would see like drop shipping ads, primarily I would go through to the ad, I would, I would click add to cart and then I would put in all my info and then I would just exit out. And then what Facebook does is Facebook will just start to feed you all of these drop shipping ads. Then it, it's just up to you to determine whether or not that product is going to be a winner. And that was like in the early stages. It didn't work. It wasn't very effective. But as I progressed and as I began to research and research, there's a couple of softwares that I use primarily now. One is DropPoint. Drop so point? it's droppoint.site. Okay. And then the other one is adspy.com. Ad now, spy. both of them have filters that you can use to determine how many comments, how many likes, how many shares, how old the ad is, okay. all these different things that you can look into. And now when you can just filter through exact metrics that determine whether or not this pro- this, these, these products are winners whether they're brand new, you know, what, what, there's a bunch of different metrics, but out of those, you can determine it's, it's just, it's like 
you say, hey, I, I want I'll show me these ads with these numbers. And that's how you know wow. you've got winners. And then you just go through that. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's really interesting. Very interesting. I mean, seeing how old an ad is, that's great information because, I mean, if, you, if it's been running a while, then you know it's a winner, right? Yeah, uh, there's, a, there's a couple of different strategies with it. So it's based off of early adopters and then ads that have already been like, they've been run so long that they've been accepted by the masses already. People are already starting to adopt it. Okay. So as far as early adopters go, those are brand new products. You know, maybe they're just all starting to take off and all these dropshippers are starting to see it. They're just making sure that they're, they're reselling everything now. They're just reselling that one ad and you'll get tons of people, but it's new. So you're catching all of these early adopters that have never seen this product, but there's tons of social proof. There's just a lot of buzz going around it in the comments and people are interested. Yeah. Whereas then you'll have other ads that have 25 million, 10 million views, tons of comments. You can see that they've been up for a year or two and those products, you have to redo everything. You can't just get on from the hype of a, of a brand new product with something like that. Don't get me wrong. You can absolutely do it, but that requires much more skill with okay. when it comes down to how your advertising is going to look, how your landing page is going to look, just everything. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So what's the best platform to have your store on? Currently I'm going to go with Shopify. Shopify. Yeah. Shopify is, they have quite a, I mean, it's, it's a hard between click funnels and Shopify. Okay. So Shopify has, it's a, it's just such an easy, simple building platform that you can pretty much do anything that you need. At the end of the day, the only major issue you're going to run into with Shopify is their payment processors. Okay. So going from zero to $500,000 in a month, is uh it's suicide shopify is going to lock up all of your payments really so they held on to 20 percent, and that at the end of the day wow. that 20 percent was two-thirds of the profit roughly yeah absolutely and so we had to we paid off our supplier we paid off our ads and then at the end of the day all the money got locked up into shopify Oh, that's brutal. Wow. Yeah. It was, I mean, for the most part, I, I had been doing 50K months, 75K months. And at that level, Shopify doesn't really have an issue. They're not concerned. But when you start doing $500,000 months, that's an entirely different story. They become, I, I, I didn't know about this. I just found this out last December. Yeah. But that's when they lock everything up. They become pretty tight about what you're doing. So you had to find out the hard way, 500K in a month. <laughs> that's not bad going. Uh, it was it. Yeah. I mean, it was a, it was, it was a bittersweet moment. But... <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 500K in a month. That's that's some serious dollars. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was tell me, man. It was, it was unbelievable. This is the amazing thing, and I think 2020 has fast-forwarded a lot of people, a lot of even older folk, 
buying online. It's like my old man never buys online. And he's like, oh, I don't use email. I don't use all that. No, it doesn't do technology right, my old man. But for the first time last year, it was like, oh, I need this thing. And, and he's asking my mum, can you, can you go and help me do this? Like, So people's behaviours have changed, which is really amazing. And, and it has been an absolute, some of you guys, dropshippers and, and people marketing online, it's been massive, massive months. Yeah, the pandemic is really, I mean, it was already happening. We've yeah. seen this steady trend up on from e-commerce. Yeah. Like it's slowly but steadily been rising. And then in the pandemic, it's like double or triple. Yeah. And they're saying that this is going to be a common theme for the next forever long. Yeah. But it, yeah, I, I remember I went and got my haircut. I was, <laughs> so I'm getting my haircut and my barber is some, you know, 63 year old woman. She's cutting my hair and I'm yeah. telling her a bit about what I do. And she's like, Amazon. I love Amazon. Amazon is so great. And like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like it's an entirely different platform, but you know, these, this older generation is, they are adopting buying online right now. And I mean, I can tell you from the stats that I see in my store that 50 plus, they are major buyers. Wow. And you know, maybe not five, 10 years ago, non-existent, but as of now, they are really starting to accept that technology. Super cool. Didn't the Shopify CEO come out and say that we didn't expect to see these sort of sales numbers for another 10 years? Because he he was saying, that's right, he's, didn't he say, oh, correct me if I'm wrong here, he said, he come out and said, we're seeing Black Friday sales every day in the pandemic, oh, yeah. like in lockdowns. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I mean... What was strange is I didn't actually get my break until about June of last month. So about two months into the pandemic, that's when I had my break. So in some areas, it was devastating due to like like shipping lines being locked up okay. and suppliers, their factories going down because of any trace of COVID and the whole factory has to shut down for one to two weeks on top of that then there's all of these these major hindrances that are going on from last year and still today it's just gotten a little bit better but with all that everyone's stuck at home so everyone loses their jobs like i mean 30 it was like 20 to 30 percent of people lose their jobs get stuck at home now everything shuts down there's no more what you can't go to the bars anymore like really go to the bars and have fun you can't go to concerts. There's no more live concerts, no more live venues. Um, and if there is, it's not, it's nothing compared to what it used to be. Yeah. And now what we have, we have everyone inside on their computers, on yeah. their phones. Yeah. So it's crazy because not only is it all this time being dedicated to people just jumping on their phones, but they have all this extra cash that would have been going to like traveling or going to all these 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 events. Yeah. They're like, "Oh, well, I can't do that. So, I'm going to do this." Yeah. And that's really at the end of the day why everything has been blowing up. Yeah. No, absolutely. So, do you use sales funnels linked to the your store? Shopify just has 
a landing page, like a, a, a basic landing page that you can build. Yep. Sales funnels, at the end of the day, sales funnels are great for courses, services, possibly products. Okay. Like you could build a, a like a sales page with click funnels that would be pretty well done. But at the end of the day, it's almost overkill. It's it's almost out of the ordinary to okay. do something like that, to have a like a uh, like a webinar or like a sales page or I mean, don't get me wrong, any landing page should be a sales page, but the way that I do it is they'll come to the home page and on that home page it's a one product store. So that product is plastered right there. Yep. And I go through, I make sure there's social proof. I make sure that there's scarcity. And then I make sure that I'm showing all the benefits of the product. There's just a bunch of different psychological factors, but then that's it. As soon as they click yep. add to cart, go straight to checkout and boom. Yep. There's no, you know, there's only two, three steps and they're, they're there. Yeah. So. No, that's cool. So how about traffic? I think you touched on it before. How do you get traffic to your store? I use Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, I have, you know, I load up their pixel and then just start testing from there. And then I think scaling with Facebook after you have everything dialed in is for drop shipping is the way to go. Yeah. I mean, there's certain different ways that you can go with YouTube, but it only works with certain products like cosmetics or yeah, okay. Things of that nature, but anything at Google trend, like Google's pretty good too. You, like Google's a pretty good platform to run off of. But at the end of the day, people, when they get on Facebook, they're bored and they're looking for entertainment. And when you have that product with that ad, that's just brand new and they've mm -hmm. never seen it before and it just fits them perfectly. It's just like an impulse. They they impulse by yeah all the time. Yep. No, absolutely. It's it's an amazing platform for us advertisers to use. It's just got so much data on people, and it's just you can really get down to the nitty gritty. It, it's amazing. Yeah, I agree one hundred percent. The data points that Facebook has on us, like iOS fourteen, is here now. Yeah. And everyone's kind of not sure what's going to happen. Yeah. But I mean, it seems like this is a, it's been a common theme, like Apple and Facebook have been battling it for a while now, but the data Facebook is locked into what you're talking about, what your family's doing, yeah. what you're saying to your friends, where you're going, yeah. what you're looking for on the internet. They, they yeah. There's, it's like 192 data points on you. Probably even more than that. I think there's more than that. I think there's way more. Apparently, I, yeah, there's thousands and thousands of yeah. data points, I think. And you said it. And like even when you go to that Facebook Audience Insights and you look and you can see what interests there are and then what Facebook page they're liking. And it's just, it's amazing. And you go, oh, that's interesting, that audience. And it might be something that you've not have thought of. Like business owners might be into meditation and, and going to the gym or something like that. I mean, it is just the, the data available on that platform is, it's unbelievable. And for, for us that advertisers, it's amazing. Right. It's, it's almost scary if, I mean, if Apple and if Apple shuts down Facebook, it's almost like, wow, like something that's so great just got taken away, but it really is pretty phenomenal. Yeah, Absolutely. 
So you've been helping people leave the nightmare we call a daily grind. Have you got any stories of people that you've helped change their lives and leave behind the nine to five for good? Yeah. So I got, I became successful and then I wanted to help others become successful. So I mentored heavily. Yeah. I helped single fathers find winning products and you know, that, which was great. Um, And then I've, you know, I've been helping like, you know, younger cats that just, they can, they see the mess that is waiting for them and they just don't want to go into it. They don't want that corporate nightmare. And they, you know, I've helped these younger guys figure it out, turn around 300, 400 a day. And, and then on like, when I was done with the mentoring side of things, you know, I got in and I started helping people like business owners. They're like, Hey, you know, like I don't really want to, you know, I'm doing what I'm doing, but I could probably be doing better. I helped double up other sources of income for business owners. Yeah. It's been crazy. Anybody that's, especially people that are, that have some type of knowledge about what's going on with, with Amazon or drop shipping over Facebook, like those people, they're like, man, I've been wanting to do this for a while now, but I just don't know if I have the time for it Mm. or like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to like do it. I've helped people like that. And you know, it's been, it's been amazing. And it's interesting that, especially I'd imagine people that have retail stores that selling physical products in just brick and mortar businesses, they definitely really be itching to get their products online. And I see this a little bit, people, but then just don't know how to do it. They want to get online, but they don't really know how to make that happen. I mean, it's, you know, at the end of the day, the reason why this is so challenging is because there's no real hard course on how this should be done. Yeah. And on top of that, with all of the different platforms that you have to use, there's an ever changing amount of information that you need to be taking in. Yeah. So if you're not going to like dedicate yourself to drop shipping, I mean, really like Facebook ads or any of the platforms that you're going to be running on, you are, you're, you're miles behind the competition. Yeah. You like it, it, it'll be extremely hard to be able to master it if you're not in it all like, unless it's your life. Yeah. And because it really, at the end of the day, this is what I've seen with people is they just either they get confused by all of the random information that they're hearing on YouTube from all these different mentors. There's just so many different strategies that people are telling them to do and then they never work and they end up spending this money that they really don't have. Like usually when I was mentoring and I'm, I'm hanging out with these college kids and I'm telling them what they need to do. That's like, if they spend 500, a thousand dollars, that's like their, their, their like rent for the month. Yeah. So a lot, it had to be pretty precise. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I think you'll agree here. Any business can be hard at the start. I'm sure that's the case for drop shipping as well. What do you think some people fail online? Yeah, it's, it's it just brings me back to the point of it's there's so much misinformation out there about this because what worked a year ago, it will not work today. And that's how fast advertising on Facebook has changed. And yeah. it changes so quickly. Yeah, so 
definitely, I think one of the major reasons why people fell online is because the information that they're getting is either outdated or just plain incorrect. Yep. No, absolutely. Totally agree. So what do you think now's the best time to get involved in dropshipping? I know we've probably touched on it a little bit, but why now? Definitely, definitely. Just you've got to look at what everything that people are doing. Like people are indoors all day. Yeah. Right now yeah. is the easiest time to get into dropshipping. Now, yeah. as far as over Facebook advertising and setting up Shopify stores and all, that's great. I mean, with logistics, there are some like you major hurdles that you've got to get over to be able to provide 11 to 15 days shipping, which is still pushing it. But, you know, most people are pretty understanding with the pandemic going on. But definitely right now, everyone is inside of Facebook. Everyone is scrolling through their phones because they're bored out of their minds. They don't have anything else going on. Yeah. And of course, they, if, if they are going, if they still have their jobs and everyone, they're figuring out how to make it work, they're getting all this money from the government or mm. I don't know what's going on, yeah. but they have money to blow. And when they, when they're not spending it on anything else, they're going to be spending it online. Yeah. So true. And people have, you're right, people have just substituted, well, I'm not going on this holiday. Well, I'm, I'm going to get this thing. So, and that's how they, they can start to even just justify it before they even rock up on your landing page. So I totally agree. So how does your program work and and how do we get started? So with me, what I do, you know, at the end of the day, we, we get in contact, we have a conversation and I find out if you, if you're qualified really, because at the end of the day, anyone can, can jump on and make five, 10 grand a month in, in drop shipping with what they have. But with what I do, there's a whole nother set of qualifications, like making $500,000 a month in sales requires an entirely different set of needs that you have to have. Okay. But so the way that it works, I mean, pretty much we would get in contact. We have a conversation. I'd find out if, Hey, you, you have the credit, you have access to the funds, you can pretty much sustain a whole, a store like that. Yeah. And then as long as we, as we click and you know, yeah, I'm like, Hey, yeah. if I need this, you need that. And I, if I need you to do something and you do it and you know, we're good. Yeah. Everything yeah. will be fine. Yeah. No, cool. No, that's awesome. Very, very interesting, mate. That, thank you so much. That's all I got question wise. Super cool. You, uh, you definitely know your stuff when it comes to drop shipping and and how to get that traffic and sort of funnel that mass desire onto your products. So that's super cool. Yeah, Kyle. Yeah, man. I'm, I mean, <laughs> definitely two and a half years in the making. No, absolutely. But no, you're definitely doing it, mate. You're getting it done. That's super cool. Awesome stuff. Appreciate it. And for the audience, if you'd like to get a hold of Michael, head over to his Facebook profile, Michael Oritz, that's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-A-U-R-I-T, and let him know that you heard him from this marketing thing, or you can just ask me and I'll send you in the right direction. Michael, mate, thank you so much for coming on the show. That was awesome. Thanks, Kyle. It was uh, great to be here, man. No, absolutely. So, guys, what would you think of that episode? I hope you enjoyed it. 
If you'd like to leave a comment in the comment section, feel free and give me those five stars. I'd really appreciate it. Cheers. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Until next time, see you later.